Welcome to another edition of 68 Shining Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Today, we talked to former UCLA star Tyus Edney about that crazy game-winning drive in the 1995 NCAA tournament. All right, now please to welcome in the hero of the 1995 NCAA tournament, UCLA, former UCLA point guard Tyus Edney. Uh, Tyus, how you doing? I'm good. You doing good? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. Uh, We're reliving some of the greatest moments in in tournament history, and we can't do that without reliving those 4.8 seconds. Uh, But before we get to that, um, you guys went in as the number one seed in the West that year, your senior season. You're coming off getting knocked off a year ago in the first round by Tulsa. Uh, The program hadn't won an NCAA title in 20 years. What was the mindset of you and and, and your teammates going into that, that NCAA tournament? Um, I, th- I think we, we were fine. We were like, it's finally here. Like we've been, we were working all season to, to get there and to put ourselves in the position to, to do well. And I, and I feel like we were all anxious. It was like, all right, it, it's, it's, it's time to, you know, redeem ourselves. And, and I think the young guys were like, it's time for us to prove ourselves and show what we can do. Um, so I, I feel like it was more, we were more anxious to get it going and, and, and get the tournament started. So you, you get past the first one, FIU, and then you get uh, a Missouri team, uh, talented Missouri team in the, in the second round. You're obviously the heavy favorite, um, but you find yourself down uh, with, with 4.8 seconds left. Take me through. Take me through again in the huddle, because I know Ed O'Bannon was kind of the star of that team, and he wasn't, he wasn't a real vocal guy, but I, I heard he was vocal in this huddle that he wanted the ball. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was definitely vocal. Um, Missouri, they played great that game. I remember, you know, just, I remember them making shots and, and uh, most of the season we were able to just kind of put a run together or, or pull together and, and, and figure it out, but they just hung around and kept hanging around. And yeah, that last possession when they scored, I think it was a little bit of shock for everybody. And I just remember looking at the clock, like, uh, are we really down right now? <laughs> like we're down, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, that, that huddle was pretty, pretty intense. Cause, um, we were all focused on, you know, when you have your focus on winning the championship, you know, that this it's, it's intense because we're on the ropes, you know, and, and, um, definitely Ed was telling me, give me, give me the ball find me give me the ball give me the ball <laughs> but um coach Eric had had other idea in mind and and um you know drew the play up for me to for me to go so describe to me that play because you get the inbounds from Cam, Do- Cam Dollar and and you're going I mean again he gave it to you at the right time so you kind of had a burst going forward uh what do you remember I mean I know it was a few years ago but what do you remember um so yeah, the coach, he said, give, give me the ball and, and go. So I, I just remember my mind was like, all right, I got to get this ball down the court as fast as I can. I mean, you know, I, I can't, I knew that we couldn't, I couldn't get stopped. That was my main thing. Like I can't get trapped. I can't get stopped. Um, and uh, so Cam is obviously being a great passer that he, that he, he was, um, we had we played together so we just knew where each other was going to be and so when I broke and he hit me right in stride and on the run and um yeah I remember going and just like all right I gotta get I can't get stopped I can't get stopped 
And so my defender at at around half court was kind of um, corralling me to the sideline. And there was another guy kind of behind him. So I could see that they, it could be a potential, you know, trap. And I knew I had to, I had to change direction. And that's where I went behind my back. And then um, when I got back to the middle of the floor and into my, my right hand, which my dominant hand, I, I realized I kind of lost those guys a little bit because it was a pretty quick change of direction. So, um, yeah, and that's when I, I saw the, you know, a little daylight. And so I just, just went right to it. So you go to it uh, over the outstretched arms of, of one Missouri defender and put it right off the glass. And like, did it hit you right away? Like, I mean, it's <laughs> mayhem at that point again, because, you know, you, you win a game uh, that dramatic uh, in, in that yeah. type of fashion. Did you understand that? I guess how important it was at that point or, or did it take winning the national title to look back on it and say, wow, we were that close. I, I think it hit, I mean, once I saw it go in, um, cause first, you know, like you release it. And I remember there was a split second where the defender was in front of me to see if it actually went. And so like, why, when I, when I cleared him and I remember looking back, looking and seeing it in the net and then obviously, you know, the mayhem started, but um, yeah, it was, I think the team right after that, I mean, after the celebration, we, we all knew that that that's the game. That was that that game that every team has that, you know, they have to have to win, you know, and, and uh, I didn't at the time, you know, you're so focused that you don't realize how important it was or it could it would be. So it was like for me, it was like, all right, we, we got through with that. We won that. We can't let that happen again. We got to refocus. We got to, you know, and who we got to get ready to play the next game and, and no more messing around anymore. And, you know, so that's kind of where I think my mind as well as the whole team's mind was. And, and it wasn't like, you know, oh, we're good now. It was like, all right, now we got to really, this, that's enough. We got to no more messing around. We got to get serious. So, um, but not till later, you realize how, how important that was. We'll get back to the show in a minute, but first, let me tell you about our partners over at DraftKings Sportsbook. With March Madness beating down our door, DraftKings is the best way for you to get a little action in on the game. If you've not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, what are you waiting for? It's the safest, it's the most secure, it's reliable, and it allows you to safely deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And this week, they're offering my listeners a pretty sweet deal. If you sign up now with the promo code FIELD68, you can turn $1 into $100 if one of the main event fighters in UFC 259 this weekend lands a single punch. That's it. One punch to turn a dollar into $100. And don't worry. If MMA isn't your thing, DraftKings Sportsbook offers odds and promos on basketball, hockey, or whatever sport you're watching. But since they're basically giving away 100 bucks. You might as well sign up now, watch a little UFC, and remember to use that promo code FIELD68. That's FIELD68. You must be 21 years or older. The offer is available for a limited time only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, I mean, your, your, your life changed, didn't it, with, with that shot? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody on that team's life changed because you won the national title, ultimately, yeah. for a program that was so storied. But for you personally – Right. I mean, that shot yeah. is something that, again, like will never 
leave you? I assume people come up to you <laughs> all the time about it. Yeah, yeah, especially being back on campus, um, working working at UCLA again, and uh, just seeing Bruins and you know people that I remember and, and alum and all that. So it's it's it is fun. It's fun. I, I usually well now we're not on campus now, but usually you know at least once a week. I can run into somebody that may say something about it, but it's, I mean, it's a great memory. So I, it never gets old for me. How, how did you guys celebrate or, or did you not? Because again, it was, you win that game. It's not like that was the last shot of, of the national title game and you could celebrate and party and whatever you had, a, you had a game. I mean, you had a sweet 16 game days later. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, going back on campus, I remember, you know, a lot of, people were saying stuff to me like great job, you know, amazing, but it just never, never clicked because it's, you know, when you're so focused on that's, that's just the hurdle that we just had to get through, you know, that that's the game that we had to win. And now we got the next game coming up. So you're already thinking about, you know, what, what you have to do for the next game and, and, and how you, you know, just focusing on, you know, making sure we played the way we knew we could. So it was definitely not celebration time. It was kind of like, all right, we did that. We got through them. Um, we, we got outplayed. We felt we all knew we got outplayed. And, and uh, you know, af- after that, it was, uh, you know, we pretty much kind of rolled after that. What, what's the craziest thing that happened to you because of that? Like anybody reach out to you after that? Do you remember in between that and the Sweet 16 game? Um, I, I'm sure you did plenty of, of interviews uh, after that. <laughs> Any, anybody reach yeah. out to you? Any crazy stories that came out of that? Oh man, I wish I can say. <laughs> I just I know that um, we were we were getting a. I feel like we were getting because we had pros coming around UCLA all the time, and and uh, just kind of just getting messages from these from through report through reporters and stuff that you know, they were watching and just, I just remember thinking like, man, the pros are watching this, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, when you're in college, you think it's like you're in college bubble world, but you don't realize most of the pros came from college school. They're watching the tournament too. So um, just hearing about like Lakers and guys like that, that were happy for us and stuff like that was, was really cool. Is it crazy to think now when people do talk about the most memorable moments in NCAA history, like your name is always mentioned, always. <laughs> yeah um yeah I remember one year they had a, co- a contest of the of the most memorable shot and um Leitner's I think Leitner was one and they had me at two but I just remember late like thinking like Leitner's shot it's like wait wait I'm, what do you mean I'm like up with Leitner like that shot like that's who can beat that shot you know what I mean <laughs> like they're comparing me to Leitner like they were, but, they were both pretty good. They were both pretty good, and yeah. they were right. A little bit different, right? Yeah, they didn't yeah, have the speed you had. Uh, that, that's for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Were, were you worried at all? Like you said, you know, when, when you knew you got the ball from Cam and you had a little space to work with, but when Herrick called the play for you with 4.8, obviously you have the speed. You know that. But are you worried at all that, hey, I may not be able to get there? Um. Yeah, like I, that. That's probably why I was just. It's you almost go on autopilot, you know. I, I, the whole the whole season, um, we played fast, and we also used to do a drill in practice where we'd have to go like below the free throw line and lay it up in three seconds. So, you know, you know that you have a that 
mental picture of how you have to get it down there. You know what I mean? And so like I had the, I knew that I just couldn't get stopped. And it's like, you know, it's almost, I don't know how to equate it. It's almost like I used to play flag football and, you know, I felt and, and I was a quarterback. So I remember just running and um, being happy that I didn't have to dribble so I can just fake people out without, you know, having to dribble. And I just, it, it was almost like my mind went in that mode of like, the dribbling was like, not, not I didn't care about if I was going to lose. It was like, you don't think about that. It's like, all right, I can't let them get to me. And so I got to avoid everybody and I got to just, you know, be at a hundred miles an hour, use instinct and just, and get there as fast as I can. Was there any option? Like if, if you had gotten caught and weren't able to get, you know, get to the rim or, or even get to the free throw line was, was yeah. plan B to kick it to somebody or just, were you going to throw it up <laughs> half court? Oh, well, Ed was yelling at me the whole time. Like, <laughs> You know, he's doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, okay, all right, all right. You know, that was plan B. Not, not the plan, you know. Right. I, I mean, it was open, and for sure I probably would have hit him. Um, but at that, just the instinct was I was the one that was open once I once I changed direction. So, yeah. Listen, I, I appreciate you reliving it. It was uh, oh, yeah. it was one hell of a moment. I'm sure you've, uh, you've relived it plenty and seen it plenty. But, uh, again, yeah. to me – uh, something that we'll will forever remember uh, in in the '95 championship '95 uh, championship run uh, for you guys in UCLA. So thanks for joining us, Tyus. I appreciate it, and uh, all the best, man. All right, thanks, Jeff, for having me on. You got it. You got it.